Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership, and let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works without the BS. Join Myra, Jeff with a G, Dr. Sam, Jeffrey, and me, Jeff with a J, as we work to debunk those leadership myths. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. Hello and welcome, everybody. How are you today? We are doing good. Uh, this is Jeff McLaughlin here with Professionals at Play, and we've got another exciting episode of the No Leadership BS podcast. Coming to you live from, well, all over the place, really, because we're all over the country. This is pretty awesome. Love technology. And today we got Dr. Sam kicking us off with a topic. So, Dr. Sam, wiki, 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 <laughs> swinging things on over to you. What is going on, fine sir? It looks like you so are in the carfest today. Oh, yes, in the carfest, living the life here in the uh, the uh, swagger wagon. So, things are going well. And, you know, we've recently talked on our podcast about um, quitting. You know, Myra asked, when, how do you know it's the right time to quit? So, we're going to go back down that path a little bit with grit, quit, or fail. So, you know, a handful of years ago, I uh, roped a couple of colleagues into doing a presentation with me with that exact title, Grit, Quit, or Fail. And, you know, in our culture, in the U.S. culture, winners never quit and quitters never win. And by golly, we're going to persevere. We're going to just put our nose to the grindstone and do this thing, you know, but maybe that's not necessarily the only way to go about it. Uh, I think that there's a lot of room to, to discuss grit, which is the perseverance, the, the figuring out how things work, how to get to an answer. And of course, quit, we know what that means, uh, but we have a native connotation to it. Sometimes quitting is the single best answer. Uh, and then of course, fail. And we put a value on fail because we don't, well, not ever, people most likely will say that they didn't fail, but they're a failure. So attribute that one instance to their whole persona. So what I'd like to throw out to the group is maybe we'll go in, in order like a, an annoying linear process <laughs> and think about grit. What are some examples you guys have seen uh, of grit and what's it mean to you in the role of leadership? Okay. <laughs> I mean, frozen. Jeff, you're first. Box is okay. Yellow. Sweet. Uh, that, that grit, that sense of grit in leadership, uh, gosh, grit, quit or fail. That's such a great analogy. It's not even an analogy. It's, it's real. So knowing when to do those things, when to stick it out. <laughs> I mean, dang, it's funny. Cause one of the groups I'm working with is, is in the, the mining realm and there, there's a lot of grit that actually goes into mining, literally and figuratively. Uh, it's a dirty job, but also the fact that, you know, trying to get people to get the job done in the appropriate manner. Um, that takes a lot of grit working with people that are really sometimes doing a hard, hard job of what does it take to just get up every single day and go keep going? It is, it's not an analogy. It's real, real <laughs> So that grit of just keeping going, of, of really making sure that you have the gumption and the, the guts to stick it out mm -hmm. is, 
sometimes it's it's really challenging depending on the job, the situation where you're at. I mean, look at we're in a global pandemic right now and it's taken a lot of grit to get through things. Mm-hmm. And we are. And look at where it's gotten us. We're, we're, we're coming out of things and we're starting to see some positive changes that that took grit and a, a global and national and local on a, on a lotion, on those levels. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you say they, they kept to the grit because it's something that they believed in? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's they're, a, pa- they're believing in it enough or passionate enough to keep the, the proverbial nose to the grindstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you don't believe in it, you're not going to, you're not yeah. going to buy in. You're not going to, why, why would you work for something you don't believe in? Right. That's just, sure. just doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. So you have it's, to believe in the passion and the mission and either really like the, the job or the work or the people. Mm-hmm. So right. if you've got those things, it's easier to have grit. It's easier mm-hmm. to have that stick to itness. Right. And I've seen it's a little easier to have uh, grit show up when a leader is saying, here's our goal, let's get there. And if we don't quite make it, let's adjust. What else can we try? How else can we get there? Yeah. Where if it's just say, by gosh, is what we're doing, come hell or high water, this is the plan. Okay, well, if we keep on the same path and keep messing up, when do we change tact? And if that doesn't right. occur, there's not enough grit in the world to get you through it. It's just going to be exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. And what you're just describing, though, isn't grit, it's leadership. Right. <laughs> you know, it's... it's <laughs> We've got a goal and we're going to evaluate it. And if it's a right. tough goal, you know, I go back to my days of, of working in the Boy Scouts where, you know, we had four months of, of, of membership where every single day it was going into the schools and doing, doing presentations and every night, you know, giving another presentation and getting membership. And it's just grind, grind, grind. Cause we had a goal to meet goal, goal, goal. But every Friday we would meet as a team and say, how are things going? What help do you need? How do we, you know, where do you, where do you need to focus? How, what support can I give you? That's leadership. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, everyone's responsible for their area and their, and their, and their, their own grit, if so to speak. But it's, it's the team coming together saying, where's everybody at individually and how can we help each other, each other make our goals? So we all cross the finish line together. Right. In my opinion. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is, it's going to feel a little bit off topic, but uh, when I was teaching, I was doing problem-based learning a lot. And that is essentially giving people the the tools and saying, and now here's a problem, go figure this thing out. And the first time I did it, the, the learners hated it like a lot because they're expecting me to show up and just start talking. But once we started getting into it and I explained why we're doing that, like, oh, I understand. So it was their problem solving skills we were we were honing, not just the learning of the content. And that kind of that different kind of grit to say, okay, now we know what we know. How do we apply it? How do we do better? How do we make make this uh, project work out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just going to ask, actually, Sam, how do you how do you help develop grit in a team? Mm-hmm. How do you right. help develop grit in individuals? And it's exactly what you just said. You you start off small. Hey, yep. here's a problem. Figure it out. What do you do? Yep. You know, and, and how long they can stick with it is is the is a determination of grit. If, right. Hey, great. I've, I've got an entire book that's like fifteen hundred impossible things to do before breakfast. Right. And it just literally all it is is problems. Here's a problem. They don't even give you the solution. It's right. literally just, here's a problem. So think about it. <laughs> and it's just like, some of them are just infuriating. Right. Just, but then like it, you just do your mind kind of explodes, but it learns to give it more time. Like, okay, think about it. Mm-hmm. Come up with a solution. If that doesn't work, what's another one. And right. that's that grit that keep going. Like, well, that won't work. That's failure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Try something else. Right. That's grit. 
And so learning that it, through those small initiatives, you know, they can be totally fun and absurd that gets people to just think differently and go, huh, okay, let's, I guess that would work. Okay, right. cool. Yeah. Develop grit. I think you, you made a huge point there, and I think it deserves being spotlighted a little bit, is so many people think that grit is putting on your harness and just plowing away and plowing away until you get to the end of the field. And it's not. It's not a, a blinded loyalty to, mm-hmm. to your goal. It is, grit is staying the course. And no matter, you may have run into a rock that you need to go around if you're plowing. You're still going to make it to the end of the field. But if you go over that rock, it's going it, to, it'll be a dead stop. So it's, grit is is thinking outside of the box, commitment to to where you want it, the why, yeah. all of that stuff, all rolled up into one without, without the stubbornness that I have right. to do it this way. Well, you have to get out of the mindset that the only way to do it is to get from point mm-hmm. A to point B is right. a straight line because it's rarely going to be okay. a straight line. So, Sam, grit is therefore then not necessarily synonymous with hard work. That's correct. Um, and I, I would say that um, grit is hard work when you deploy it, but it's cognitively hard, right? You don't, it doesn't mean you have right. to just, like Myra was just saying, you don't have to somehow put in more sweat equity to make this thing worthwhile. You just have to reconsider where you are and how to get where you need to be. And that's difficult, especially for folks who are a little more uh, linear in their thinking. Like that's the goal is the path. Well, when that gets interrupted, it's okay to get off path to get to the right goal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's that, well, that's that brings in grit, quit or fail. Yeah. Everybody, people look at failure as a, as a bad thing. Right. But I, I can't remember who said it. Was it Henry Ford? You know, if you want to be more successful, double your rate of failure. Right. Yeah. You know, fail fast, fail quick, learn and move on. Right. Like, Failure is a great teacher. We learn so much more from failure than we do from success. We learn what not to do. Like, oh crap, yeah. that totally that didn't work. So, how do we do it yeah. right next time? You know, it's a, those are great opportunities, but we have such a negative connotation with it because you know, in Western culture, we have this rugged individualism that says we mm-hmm. got to do it this way, and I got to do it on my own, and I can't have anybody to help me because that's very <laughs> linear thinking. Like, right? Sorry. Well, we subscribe failure to the individual, not the event. Oh, exactly. Ah, yeah. Love that one. Yeah. I knew Guy was here for a reason. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We are, I I mean, we we all fail. Come on. We're human beings. That's (laughs) right. It's part of the human condition. Um, But when we fail, that doesn't make us a failure. Right. And and I think that, I don't know that it's necessarily a Western thing, probably is. Um, I don't live in another culture. I live in a Western culture, so that's all I have. But um, yeah, we, when something fails, we, we take it upon ourselves or other people force it upon us that we are a failure. And, and that simply just isn't true. The, that event failed. Right. Um, but I'm not a failure because as, as you're saying, McLaughlin, you just, you kind of pick up and, and dust off and, and boogie on down the road and, and learn from what you've, yeah. uh, um, um, experienced and, and you'll be successful. Keep moving. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned that and just now, just this second, we're experiencing learning in my head. So I'm going to let you in on this little secret. That's not a secret to anybody besides me. <laughs> People say failure is not an option. And I'd always bristle at that, you know, because, oh my gosh, failure is absolutely a possibility. But now if I reconfigure that, failure is not an option. Okay. Agreed. 
we will not fail. However, we may learn and we may not succeed in our goal, but we're going to learn or going to succeed. Failure is not an option. And I think I can get on board with that more than just this rugged individualism of, well, I'm going to do it. But failure is part of the learning process. Absolutely. You know, that's what I always try to tell the the people I've worked with is it's okay to fail. You know, there's no repercussion for it. It's just, why did you fail? And what, what do we need to, to, to tweak, to make it better. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, and then keep moving forward, keep persevering. So yeah, I I would submit Conroy that there are repercussions. They're just not negative. Right. Right. I mean, we, we win or we learn. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, sorry, I was using it as a negative thing, but okay. So (laughs) we'll keep it positive. (laughs) Um, You're the other side of the penny, big fella. Sorry, listener in Eastern Oregon. Sorry. (laughs) If you go by the assumption that you don't fail until you quit, it's not failure you're learning, but if you quit, you fail. Mm -hmm because you you don't learn you just stop so mm-hmm. is quitting not an option is that a better no, thing to say no i think it's a perfectly fine option because it requires a circumstance to dictate if it's a good idea so and here's what i mean let's use your plow analogy you're taking that plow down the field and you need a big rock do you just keep going straight down that path no you quit going down that path and you start going down a different path yeah quitting doesn't mean throw your hands up in the air and just walk away it means quitting that thing you're doing to then reconfigure and do something else that may be more efficient or maybe worse you quit that too and then go to the next thing that may be better quitting is not the end right so if you throw up your hands and walk away you failed I wouldn't even say fail because let's say um, if I walk out right now, let's let's make believe I've got five, four years of eligibility to play varsity athletics at college. Folks, I am not in my 20s. Let's just call, call out even right there. <laughs> if I walk out there and try out for a position and I don't get it, that would be borderline, you know, have issues if I went back and tried to get it again. They're not going to tell this guy. You know, keep coming back, work hard and do it. It's okay to quit. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. And recognizing that it's not a strength doesn't mean that uh, you've you've um, forever decided that can't be a thing. What you're saying is this doesn't fit. And so if I'm going to quit this thing to focus on, on something that I'm a strength, have a strength in and I'm good at, yeah, let's put the energy into that. Not trying to decide whether I'm going to be um, labeled a failure by quitting this thing or not. Yeah, you're not quitting, you're adapting. Yes, sir. Yeah. If you're spending so much energy trying to push a rock out of the way that it takes you longer and more energy in a day and two or three to get that darn rock out of the way when you could have just gone around it in 30 seconds. Yes, yes. Now you got an issue. At that point, you're just damn stubborn and you need somebody to come up and smack you upside the head and say, (laughs) what the hell are you doing? Just go around the damn rock. (laughs) Wow. So when, when the value, uh, do, this the value of perspective, people, this, that, this podcast does not advocate violence. You know, <laughs> but we hey, all need to be slapped upside the head sometimes. Right. When, when you're not very smart, you got to be tough. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I came in from the field, literally from the field, bleeding. My dad's like, well, if you're going to be stupid, you better be tough. Right. Yeah, there you like, go. But dad, but, I'm bleeding. He's like, it's not gushing. You're fine. Yeah, no bone, no blood, no foul. But to play off your, your, your metaphor, I mean, that's what leadership is for. Leaders come in and say, you know, you're kind of spinning your wheels. I call it running on the treadmill. You're, you're working really hard, but you're not going anywhere. Uh, yeah, it's that leader's per- perspective to come back and say, let's, t- let's look at a different way of doing this. 
you know, the, right. the goal is still the same. We just need to find, figure out a different way of doing it. Right. Right. That's and, the importance of perspective. Yeah. And we talked about the you know, repercussions of, of a failed situation and, you know, we should learn through it. And since we're uh, no BS, the, the yes, but is you can do that a couple of times, but if you keep making the same error over and over, there needs to be some kind of accountability there. Right? Wasn't that the definition <laughs> of insanity? Learning is insanity. Yep, yeah. exactly right. Doing the same thing over, over and over, and over again, again and expecting a different result. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's it's okay if somebody else say, hey, this is your fifth at bat and it ain't going well again. So right. what do we do differently? Yeah. Well, you know, if you're going to use baseball as an analogy, look at the difference between a batter that, that bats 275 and a batter that bats 300. Right. The pay, the yeah, Hall of Fame. You're looking at right. Hall of Fame, a lifetime career of millions and millions of more dollars with a 0.025% increase. Right. right. I mean, and, and, that and that's massive. also hitting the ball three out of 10 times. Right. Right. I mean, you're failing 70% of the time and you're a you're in the Hall of Fame. You're a Hall of Famer. Like, what other sport can you fail at so much and still be a Hall of Famer? Only baseball. Maybe cricket, but I don't know the rules for cricket. So, yeah, I don't know. And that, that goes exactly back to the thing about. Um, that failure is an event, not a person. That that baseball batter analogy is that that at bat failed, but that doesn't mm -hmm. mean the batter is right. a failure. Right, right. Because there's so, so many more options. I mean, there's it's, right. yeah, for sure. You know, last time we talked about quitting, you know, Meyer had asked, "How you know what's right time to quit?" And I want to throw something out to the group and, and let you guys react. I think when the current path, the current behavior is no longer tenable, then it's time to quit. And quit maybe, like I said, adjust your path or whatever. But I want the group to react. What do you think? Stupid? Okay. Should we put it on a, you know, cross-stitch it on a pillow? <laughs> I think that you need to make sure that you're all on the same page when you're defining quit. Mm -hmm. um, because to, to not have an alternative, to throw up your hands and walk away, to give up, on, on forward progress, mm -hmm. now you may have to adjust your goal. It wasn't realistic. You may have to adjust your path, but to keep going forward is important. Mm -hmm. if, yeah. if your why is there, if yes. your why is there. So there's so many more pieces to that than just, you know, is it quitting or failing? Right. Um, ultimately, you define yourself and it's what you make it mean that is the most important to you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. My two cents worth. Yeah. Those two cents are worth two bucks. That was awesome advice and uh, insight. And we're going to uh, start to wind down our chit chat here. Remind our, all of our listeners across the entire globe, all y'all, if you have questions, concerns, issues you want us to respond to, <laughs> email ask us. That's A S K U S at leadershipbs.co. And we'll get back to you because we want to talk to you. We want your questions. We want your insights. We want you to say how we're awesome. We want you to say, hey, y'all biffed it on this one. Here's how you can do better. We want your feedback. So please engage us. Let's have a chit chat. And until next time, we are three Jeffs and two other people. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the No Leadership BS podcast. If you have any stories, questions, or comments you would like to share with us, please email us at askus at leadershipbs.co. That's askus at leadershipbs.co. If we use your email questions or comments, you will win a DISC behavioral assessment and debrief with one of our highly trained podcast teammates.
And last but not least, don't forget to give us a five-star review so we can reach more people. Thank you so much, and tune in next time. We'll see you then. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the No Leadership BS Podcast. If you have any stories, questions, or comments you would like to share with us, please email us at askus at leadershipbs.co. That's askus at leadershipbs.co. If we use your email questions or comments, you will win a DISC behavioral assessment and debrief with one of our highly trained podcast teammates. And last but not least, don't forget to give us a five-star review so we can reach more people. Thank you so much, and tune in next time. We'll see you then.